You're listening to the Classroads Podcast. You're crossing the classrooms. Hey, buddy. Yes, sir. Former student, current friend. I don't know. You told let's me. Let's go. Let's do it. Come up. <laughs> yeah, boxing's important. Hello and welcome to episode number one or two, I don't know, we might release these out of order, of the Classroads Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matthew J. Canellis, high school English teacher out of Staten Island, New York, by way of East Brunswick, New Jersey, and I could not do this show without my former student, current friend, 18-4 and four boxer, amateur boxer, Mr. Anthony Vincent Lietta. Again, I used your government name. It's okay. I know. I have to. I kind of like the uh, the formal introduction. I like it it's too, nice. right? Yeah. Yeah. Gives the the whole the whole hurrah. Uh huh. I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, I practiced at least twenty times before <laughs> before we started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's to say? This is a live podcast. This is a live podcast. Real time, real moments. Real time, real moments. So our topic today, let's get right to it, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Right to it is about how you and I went from teacher student. To literally just friends, you know? And that's kind of the concept of this podcast. It's about a friendship that was formed through commonalities, generational interest. And I think you said it in the previous episode, depending on when we release these, that we have really parallel lives. Lives that are mirrored by what we've done in the past, what we continue to do. Our family upbringings are very similar, mm-hmm. but that's not how we really became friends. It's more of a story about how a teacher and a student kind of spoke to each other, you know, literally, yeah, literally, and know, just and just and found out a lot about each other and, and grew a connection and grew a connection and how connections can form between teachers and students. And it doesn't have to be this weird thing. It doesn't have to be this, oh, he's, he's 12 years older than Anthony. Why? What could they possibly have in common? Or he's 12 years younger. What could he possibly have in common with his English teacher? Why are they friends? And, and throughout that's, the podcast, you'll find out. Huh. And that's <laughs> kind a of what, lot. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're going to be exploring with today's episode. And it's something that I've been looking forward to talking about on this podcast for a while now. And this probably will be the first episode yeah. because I think that this really sets the tone for what this show is going to become. Um, so let's get right into it. When did I, I knew exactly. I remember the moment <laughs> and it's a weird moment. It's something that I, I don't know if I've ever told you before. It's something that I've, I've told maybe one or two other people. And I was like, I think I'm going to become friends with this kid after he graduates because he knows a lot about pro wrestling. He knows a lot about like stuff that I know about. And that was, I made a joke. I made a joke one time about the game craps and you knew exactly what I was talking about. Do you remember this at all? I do remember this. Yeah. And I was like, we have to keep in touch after you graduate. (laughs) Not that I'm going to take you gambling. Not that I'm, you know, but, but it's the fact that a funny you, moment that was yeah. like, oh, you're kind of cool. Yes, that was <laughs> the moment. That was the moment where I think I even told you at that moment. I was like, we got to keep in touch after you graduate. I think you did. Yeah. I don't remember exactly as vivid as you do. No, but I don't know. It's I don't remember that many moments. No, yeah, you know. But I mean, maybe I do. I don't know. It depends uh, what comes out. I was know? gonna say we'll talk more. They'll come up. Yeah. I was going to say, as we talk through these memories that we have of each other, I think that we'll have a lot more that comes to the surface. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had a friend that said that this was the episode that gets me canceled. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, why? I'm like, we're friends. Literally for no reason. Yeah. So, uh, I don't... uh, She's very... uh, I don't know. I don't know how you would describe it. We'll edit this part out. This part will not be the part. Of, oh, we can't. It's a live podcast. It's a live podcast. It's a live podcast. The number one. But regardless, podcast. I'm going to change topics. <laughs> when did you feel that we would become friends? Was it even after graduation or was it during graduation? Like, um, I'd say about midway through senior year. Yeah? Yeah. Because like freshman year, I was in your class. And, and even then, when I was failing and my mom was deeply concerned. <laughs> One one day we'll release that email on the Patreon. We, we definitely have to release we have that to. email. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, so 
let's get let's talk about that email for a second. Okay, yeah. So I liked Anthony from the. I I have relationships with all of my students, right? Like I'm close. I get close with a lot, and um, not that we were close, like we're friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we were we had a teacher student relationship at the time when you were a freshman, mm-hmm. and I remember you were failing. You had like a 32 average, <laughs> and it went on one of those like sites where the parents could see the average the grades. Uh-huh. It's the worst thing ever. Oh, awful, <clears throat> awful for you guys, but good for us. Yeah, and. The reality of the situation was, I realistically wasn't going to fail him. It's just, he tried, you know, and that's kind of all teachers look for. I was going to throw him the 65, call it a day, but I can't say that. Yeah, yeah. I got to make sure that he works a little bit harder for the average that he deserves. So, I get an email from his mother that says, hello, Anthony is usually a great student. I don't know what is happening in your class. Why is he failing? Is there anything that I could do to help him? And I wrote back in very vague terms. I didn't say this, but in very vague terms, I said, don't worry, he's going the past. But I couldn't say that. So I wrote something along the lines of, he tries very, very hard. He's always participating in class. And we have extra support available in the school, so don't worry. So that was one of my teacher tricks of being like, yeah, yeah. look, kid's going to pass. Don't <laughs> worry. So she writes back. And you remember what she wrote back? I don't. She wrote back, I don't understand your previous email. <laughs> oh, my God. And I wrote, <laughs> yeah. And I did not know she wrote that. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I can't say he's going to pass because that's like not kosher. Yeah. You know? It's not... um I don't want to like release the the secret in the room, you know, that he's going to pass because he's trying hard or whatever. But um but yeah, so I don't think I even wrote back to the email. I really <laughs> don't not. Think, I really don't think that I did. Well, we'll find out when we release it. <clears throat> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um but you knew halfway through senior year, what was it that made you realize? Um Yeah, you know, it says it sounds like uh, it's not even sad, but like, through senior year, I was slowly realizing that, like, you were kind of my only friend. <laughs> which in, is In school. In school. No, no, in school, yeah. And, like, I just wasn't, like, connecting. Ooh, it was the You're mic good. almost. I yeah. just wasn't, like, connecting with the other guys as, like, we did. Yeah, yeah. You know, and normally what makes sense is, like, you know, you guys <laughs> are all your age, you, you know, same interest or whatever, but it just didn't work with any of them. Besides my hockey guys, those guys are great. But, right, um, they don't count, though. Those, no, yeah, I'm talking are, in school. Yeah. Like, really, the only person I really connected with was you. Yeah. So. Once I started figuring that out, I was like, okay. Like, this this isn't, like, I don't It's not. I don't a, think I'm just going to graduate and never see him again. Right. But I didn't think it would be this. <laughs> I didn't think it would be this this uh, this close. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't realize it was going to be this either. You know, I joke about the whole the whole craps joke or whatever, yeah, yeah. and you understanding what that meant and you know, the wrestling bond that we had formed previous, but there's nothing that told me we would be like like you it's it's funny to, or weird to say or whatever, but you're literally probably one of my best friends in this world and, and um you I, are as well. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, thanks. <laughs> no, but uh you really are and it's Weird how stuff like that happens because freshman year, again, it's like we had a teacher student relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was nothing that si- it was normal. Yeah. And like everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. there was nothing that stood out necessarily. There was nothing that was like, oh, yeah, Canellis and Laetta are going to be like boys when they graduate or <laughs> when they graduate, Freudian slip mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> but, um, uh, there's nothing that says that when he graduates, they're going to be friends and recording a podcast, going to Yankee games, going yeah, to yeah. UFC events. When I think about you, I think that you were a lot more mature than your peers. You know, I think that's what made us connect more and made you connect more to me than you did with the in students. Alton, a Devin, yeah, yeah. A Chris, and all the other guys. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what brought us together. So uh, I have some like weird questions that I was even asked that I wanted to incorporate into this podcast that people have asked me. So here we go. 
This first one is, Canellis, you taught Ant as a freshman and senior. Was there any inclination that you would be friends with him initially as a freshman? Uh, was there ever a, was there even a mentorship role that was formed that first year? And I guess that second question is more for you, but I don't feel again that we would that we would have this going forward. You know, I think that if you talk to 2018 Canellis and 2018 Anthony Laeta, I don't think that they, they would probably say, would have laughed. They probably would have laughed. And yeah, then like, what are you talking about? Right. It was probably the equivalent of, <clears throat> I don't know. I couldn't even fathom that conversation yeah. being had five years ago. And, but the the yeah. mentorship that uh, that question just asked. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, yes, there was a little bit because I said because and not like you were mentoring me to be a professional no. fighter or or training me like something like that. I think it's more of just the support. I think. Well, that was not freshman year, I don't think. Oh, well, not in freshman yeah. year. In the in senior year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially after I, in the ringmasters of last year, I lost two fights back-to-back. And I was I was annoyed and upset about my performances and stuff. And uh, I knew I had to go back. But uh, he uh, was the first person to reach out, besides my parents. Well, not they reached out, but they've talked to me. <laughs> but uh, outside my immediate family, he was the first person to reach out and say, like, you know, like it's just two losses. Yeah. Like that's it. Like you're gonna you're gonna come back and win. Like you're gonna you're gonna race these guys again. And if you don't, you don't. But you're gonna come back and win. And that you know it was a long text, but that was the yeah yeah that was the gist of it. The gist yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I always reach out to you, win or loss. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And so I, I don't know if that's more. Of, I don't know if that's really a men- mentor, but I don't know. It's support. Yeah, you know, more of a, a supportive, a supportive friend. Yeah, yeah, and so. maybe it is a mentorship role. I, I don't know if I would classify. I don't know. I guess well, that's the deep dive that we're about to take. Yeah, you know. I, well, and other things too. I feel like, like I said previously, you've taught me a lot more than just you know. Yeah, books, li- life lessons. Life lessons. So like I that. guess that's the mentor part. Yeah. So you know, know things that you've lived through already because of you're older than me. Right. Uh, you can kind of give knowledge to me, and. uh if if I ever needed to know, you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm like caught in the. Cr- I'm kind of like a middle ground between you, and then there's me, and then there's probably like your parents that come yeah. after me. You know, <laughs> like I'm like right in the middle because they're older than me, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're younger than me. So I'm like right in the middle where you have different perspectives on things in a way. You know, and I think yeah. that's why I'm here in a way. Uh, in a way, I'm gonna <laughs> repeat myself five different times. But yeah, uh, initial thoughts of each other. So that was another question. That uh, I, I just said funny. <laughs> Thanks, I just man. Thought you were funny. Thanks. All right. That's like all. you weren't like the other teachers that. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know. Yeah. They kind of just taught. We're not gonna name names. Yeah. But <laughs> thanks, man. But uh, yeah, he gave a little bit of life. Okay. To, to the school day. Okay. Instead of falling asleep every period. Oh man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give a glowing review of when okay. I first met him. <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't. It's one of those things where it's like, you want to remember that first meeting, that first interaction between somebody that you meet, especially mm-hmm. you. But I have no recollection. I remember. I mean, so I will say this. When you were a senior, I did look this up. I wrote a whole like glowing review of the entire class, and actually, you were kind of annoying your freshman year. Oh, I'm sure I was. Oh man, I'm, I believe it. Yeah, and like thinking of like stories and stuff like that. Didn't I move you to the front of the class because you were annoying in the back of the class? Uh, yeah, I definitely started on the back of the class with you my, did. my hood on, and I just sat there and was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely was moved to the front. Uh, about midway through, probably. Midway through. Yeah. And then I kept you there, because I think we started talking to each other, and then probably. I started liking what Finding we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think some... Yeah, I think that's true. I'm pretty sure that I moved you from the back to the front, and then wouldn't let you move back, because I like talking to you. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a actual... Um, thing that I did but I remember I looked this up your senior year I wrote a review of the entire class I shouted everybody out it was like one of those like positivity days or whatever and I wrote so-and-so is a great student a credit to the class and should be proud of his efforts and it listed like 
20 different people in the mm-hmm. class and you were not on that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. I remember writing it too, but I don't remember like why I didn't include you. But I think you were annoying. I remember you being in the front probably of Probably justifiable, honestly. There, there was definitely a good reason for it. <laughs> It'd be really funny if I it had to have been early too. Yeah, for sure. I feel like November is always like positivity month. So if you were an annoying thirteen stuff. or fourteen year old kid. Um Oh, so this one was for me. Was it difficult not to show favoritism? And yes, it was. And it is something that I think every teacher does struggle with to some degree. Because any teacher that tells you that they don't have a favorite is lying to you. Yeah. But it's not because of who they present themselves as. It's because of who they are. And I think that's something that people don't necessarily realize. You, Of course, you're going to not favor, because that's the wrong word, perhaps. Connect with students better. Connect, yeah. And I think that connection forms something that happens in the class itself. And while your grades were never reflective of your um of our connection yeah. you know did i maybe i don't know i don't know how to like go about answering this question because it is hard to like i'm choosing my words very carefully <laughs> you know yeah but um i don't know uh yes it was difficult that was my initial answer when i first read that question because you're going to obviously look out for somebody that you have a connection with, yeah. I guess. Like, you're obviously going to go out and see you in the hallway and be like, yo, why didn't you come to class yesterday? Oh, I was sick. Oh, okay, don't worry about it. Make up the test tomorrow. Yeah. Like, to almost give that comforting sense of, like, I'm here for you mm-hmm. type thing. And I think that that's something that I try to give to every student that I have, but it's hard when you have 125 students and also some you know? students don't connect the same way. Yeah. You know, some students don't even like talking in public to be honest. Yeah. Talking to other people. Yeah. You know, just stay by themselves and do their own thing, which is fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's oh, hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because you try to connect with everybody and you're unsuccessful with that nine times out of 10. Right. Because, I'm not talking about you're unsuccessful with your connections that you make. Yeah. You're unsuccessful with making connections with every student in your class Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten. I've done it one time. And your class, I guess I would consider that a success too. But I was successful with the COVID class, the class of 2020. And I think I connected with every single one of those uh, guys and gals that were in that class. Um, And your class, I I was almost 100% successful. If not like ninety five, yeah, right, minimum. And I'm like in my head, there's a couple people that I was not successful with, and I guess that's why I consider it nine times out of ten. Yeah, but regardless, um, oh, this is for you. Did you ever try and get away with anything, knowing you had Canellas in your back pocket? I don't think so. Should we have strapped them to a lie detector test? (laughs) (laughs) And all honestly, not that I can think of. Not really. Yeah. I didn't really do anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I kind of just came to class and and just hung out and I didn't do anything that I would need to get away with. Yeah. Right. Like there was no trouble that you ever caused. No. You know, there was no like assignment that <laughs> like you I ever said before, Like I said just before, didn't do. 10 people knew me in the whole <laughs> school maybe until maybe like the halfway through senior year. Well, now more people will know you. Yes. No people will, but. And me. Maybe like, in a bad way. No, nobody, I wasn't causing trouble with nobody, or in general. Or just grades, too, assignments, Yeah, no, too. I don't... You know, it's not like you were ever... You never asked me for extensions. You never asked me, like, hey, I didn't do this. Can yeah. I turn this in tomorrow? Because I probably would have let you turn it in tomorrow. I yeah, would've. but I was I was just like, oh, I missed it, I missed it, whatever. <laughs> right. And the then next you, one. <laughs> and it's not like I gave him a 65 for not doing it. Like, I didn't put in a random grade yeah. just to be a space filler, and... I probably gave him a zero and then <laughs> and then made up his grade at the end of the year. <laughs> uh, you had a hundred average though. Your, I did. My senior year, year I did a hundred average. You're one of three people that I give a hundred average to. See, so it's not favoritism. It's not. Other people got hundreds. Yeah, exactly. Devin and Alton. Yeah. 
And Devin, if you're listening to this, screw you, buddy. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a solid one. Did getting close ever play a factor in the lack of an education, in quotes? I don't think so. Okay. Ever. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like... I don't know how it would get in the way. No, because you still taught your class the same way. Yeah. Like, everyone still got the same lessons and yeah. same same papers and stuff. So, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so, so either. It's not one of those things where, oh, look, the recording of that battery is going out. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it wasn't one of those things where it was like, I'm changing anything for you. It wasn't anything along the lines of like, hey, uh, I'm not coming in today for the test, but... uh. Could I just skip it? It's like, no. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, it was nothing like it that. It wasn't anything like that. It was not necessarily something that was... Um, it had no effect on the educational side. Yeah. It was never... I, I never tried to make... Like, talking about favoritism earlier yeah, yeah. and how it was hard not to show favoritism. I think that's where it was hard because maybe I would have tried to go the extra mile for you, but I think it might have even been harder for you. Yeah, probably. You know, in a way, because it's like when you're the coach's kid. You know, the coach's mm-hmm. kid is always going to get yelled at by the coach even harder because they want to pr- prove a point. Yeah. As a freshman, you're probably too. You know? Yeah. But they want to prove a point to the other players. Like, I'm not showing favoritism. You could get just as much playing time as the other people on the team. Um, and if you screw up, you still screw up. Now the fun part of this. Now the fun, really fun part of this episode. Yeah. I'm excited. Because... Uh, <clears throat> We have never done a deep dive, because it's the first episode, <laughs> but, but we've never really done a deep dive into other people's opinions of our friendship. So, I'll start. We have a list of three. Other students, family, and then friends. And I'll start with other students, because I think that there was a lot of jealousy about oh, yeah. how much conversation we had post class Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think that oh i didn't teach because i had him in my class and we were talking about nonsense no after the bell rang though you had lunch and we and it was also your lunch as well it was also my lunch as well and so we got to know each other and that's kind of where we became close i said that was another reason another reason why we became Um, friends yeah because we would talk about random stuff it would be about wrestling. It would be about hockey, boxing, especially yeah, UFC, um, everything. UFC. And and you would have other people being like, "Why can't I talk to Canellas like that? Why can't I have that same relationship that Ann has?" And it's like, well, you can just talk to me. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, a lot of people didn't share the same interests as well either. That's so, true. You know, it just happened that we had a lot of uh, interest in common, so it made it easier to talk. Not that I think we would have trouble if we didn't, but no, and definitely made the conversations easy. But the people who I'm thinking of who were jealous of our friendship, our relationship, whatever you want to call it at the time, because I don't, I wouldn't call it a friendship until you graduated. Yeah. But our relationship were people that I didn't have much in common <clears throat> with. People who didn't really have an understanding of the UFC. They just wanted. They were like kind of bragging. Yeah. In their stories about. Um, things they did or things that they did whatever that, happened over the weekend whatever like, happened yeah they won a game or something yeah yeah and I know that made other people angry but and then people would try and tell me like party stories that they had to try and impress me and I'd be like I can't really listen to these stories yeah because I'm still like the adult in the room mm-hmm. you know even though yeah we're having <laughs> a nice conversation and whatnot I still can't know that you drank yourself to death over the mm-hmm. weekend without reporting it or whatever yeah. but I think that's what people don't realize, too. We weren't talking about that. No. We weren't talking about, like, oh, what did you do over the weekend? Uh, I went out with my friends, and we went to a party. No, we never really talked about that. We talked about your friends, and now... Our now friends now, Now yeah. it's nice that I'm friends with them as well, but we never talked about, like, what you guys did. You, went no, to ho- yeah. you played hockey, and you scored three goals. Yeah. Awesome. You know? <laughs> Guess what I did? I watched the UFC fights at home. Oh, yeah, what, what fights were on? Oh, these fights were on. Oh, yeah, who won? And then we would get into conversations about yeah, that. All stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're lying to all of you people, by the way. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any comments on other students that... Um, I, You kind of hit the nail yeah. right on the head. 
Like jealousy was just a thing. Yeah. I don't and think it was any hatred. No. Towards I, the relationship or no. towards me, towards you. And I I, I think, do feel bad, like because they wanted the same relationship that we had. And but it's just not your fault. No. You know? And it's, like I said before, it's just this different connections. Like yeah. I'm not gonna be friends with everyone. Right. Like I could I'll try. Yeah. I, like I'll never look at someone and be like, Oh no, get away yeah, from Yeah, go me. away. Yeah, like you'll try to start a connection. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's, yeah. Yeah. Really nothing to do about it. No. And you feel bad and you're like, oh, I do want to kind of incorporate this kid into the conversation, but they're also not talking about something that I could talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going to an English teacher and talking about math. Yeah. You know, literally. I can't talk about math because I know nothing about <laughs> it. I know some algebra, X plus two <clears throat> equals four. What does X equal? Two. Two is the answer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, family is an interesting topic for both of us because I think we have maybe different perspectives. But my mother does not understand why I'm friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> my dad likes it. My dad is understanding of uh, the fact that we're friends with each See, other. I would think it was the other around because your mother was the teacher. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know what your dad did. He was an electrician for the yeah. Long Island Railroad. Okay. Yeah. And um, See, I would think it would be different. Yeah. Like, all the way around, your mother would be like, all yeah. right, well, I've had students before that I had a connection with. Yeah, but... I guess not. <laughs> no, no, nobody that she started the podcast with or went on vacation with. Yeah, I guess so. You know? But uh, my family, I mean, uh, you know that, but obviously yeah. everyone else doesn't. Yeah. Uh, basically family at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, invited to everything. Come on vacation. My dad and parents <laughs> are always, I guess, always sticking up or if you need to be yeah, stuck up Yeah, no, for. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just kind of and, and like a cousin. Thanks, like kinda, you yeah, know? I I kind of feel the same way. Like I, you know, I have a brother that I get along with. Great, <laughs> he's a great person. Whatever, maybe we'll edit that part out. <laughs> but like I always say, like I have one brother. But at the same time, like I like this idea of family. Like I don't know where I fit in with not just you, but with other people too. Mm-hmm. Like especially you though. Like I don't know where, but I always consider it like cousins. You know, because yeah. you have cousins that you don't see all the time. You have cousins that maybe you just realize that you have. Yeah. Which is, I guess, me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, it means a lot that you guys have accepted me into your family almost. And if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, my mom is very not, I don't want to say not supportive because she doesn't really care. But she definitely questions why. Honestly, on paper, yeah, she could also be seeing it from a professional standpoint. Oh, 100%. From, her, from being a teacher. And um, on paper, I guess it's not like the normal friendship. Yeah. Oh, it's not a normal friendship. I say at all. Yeah, not at all. But it works. <laughs> right. I would say if yeah. you, you have two people who connect to each other, like it really doesn't matter. Right. I think. I completely agree. It's not... I always get... You know, I always get questioned, why are you friends with him? What? And you're not the first student that I became friends with, but yeah. you're probably the closest student friend that I have. Again, like I said earlier, he's one of my closest friends, um, if not my closest. And I always get the question, why? Like, like I'm some kind of idiot, you know, who can't make friends with people my yeah, own right? age. It's not about that. It has nothing to do with that. I have plenty of friends my own age. But for some reason, the galaxy... Like, you don't want to talk about, like, I don't believe in astrology. Yeah, no, I don't no, believe no. in the constellations uh, telling me that my future yeah, birth, is somewhere birth up stones, there. Birth signs. Birth signs, yeah, tarot, tarot cards, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I believe some there is a reason why we became friends. I don't know what the reason is. I, I, I have no... It's just like something that just happened. It's just It just happened. Yeah. Um, and it started... We'll talk about how it started uh, in a little bit. But... Um, my friends don't necessarily care. They make fun of it a little bit. But uh, that was the next uh, thing on the list. Um, uh, what do your friends think of it? And I know what your friends yeah, think. Yeah, my friends love it. <laughs> yeah, I know they do. And I love I and, love uh, them. Yeah. So we're all, I mean, with my friends, we're all friends together. What? So, oh, me. I'm saying you. Oh, like, yeah, we're all, yeah, yeah, We're all friends now. Yeah. So and, I mean, you'll, and you'll see them on this podcast. Yeah. JoJo will hopefully be on the next couple yeah, of string, string of episodes. James yeah. is on one. James is on a couple. So, yeah. But, yeah, very simple answer. Yeah. My friends love it. Yeah, I love them. I love them back, as evidenced by my text message that I sent on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my friends uh, make fun of it, too. But uh, it's almost one of those things where it's like, shut up. 
enough. I get the jokes. Like, it's not weird. It's not like, as weird as this is to say, it's we're two straight white males. It's not like we have like a inappropriate relationship with each other that is going to, I don't know, fester. If I was 12 years younger, I would be friends with him and his friend group. Yeah. If he was 12 years older and he was an English teacher <laughs> or a teacher in general, uh, he would be in my friend group. So it's not like it's one of those things where... Yeah, we just happen to have the big age gap. Yeah, exactly. And the age gap never affects me until it does. You can't explain me to outsiders. Just uh, for example, we went on vacation together over the summer with the Myrtle Beach. And um, I, everybody accepted me there, which was yeah, yeah, crazy. Of course. Uh, very nice of everybody to do. But I think in general, I'm very hard to explain. I don't know if you ran into this problem, but you could have. And I don't know. I'm t- talking this out of my head. It's hey, I'm my English teacher might be coming on this trip. Yeah. And it's like no, no, no. It's like because, like I said before, it's not a normal teacher-student relationship. It it was it went to you know more than just he was my teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people, like even my friends, graduated and was like, okay, yeah, that oh, I remember him. He was a teacher at at whatever school. Yeah, and um, if I say, "Hey, my English teacher's coming on our vacation trip," they're gonna be like, "Well, I remember my English teacher, and <laughs> right, why I would never want him on my on my trip." Yeah, yeah, but um, but that was a more thing like they didn't know you, so oh for sure. And as soon no, as they got I know. to know you, oh, I mean, you saw how it played out. We had a we had a great, great time. time with we had, everyone. We had a great time. It was oh oh highlight of 2024. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever, whatever year it was, 2023. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it was 2024. Yeah, but no, uh, yeah, for sure, a highlight for me of 2023, and you know, it, it is unexplainable. Like you said, I've had English teachers in the past before. I wouldn't go on vacation with them. Exactly. You yeah, know? and it just happens. Things sort of just happen. Um, so, uh, what was the other thing that I wanted? Oh. Four reasons to keep... I found articles. <laughs> Look at me doing my research. <laughs> the article is titled, Four Reasons to Keep Your Favorite Teachers Close. Let's see if we run into any of these reasons. Okay. Okay. A sympathetic ear. Do I have sympathetic ears? I don't know. Thanks, man. I don't uh, think so. <laughs> okay. Now, I know you answered... You know what, though? Okay. If If I had to be sad about something, you would listen. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. That. So I guess. So I guess. Yeah, you do. But I don't ever talk like. We don't really have sad conversations ever. Never really. We've had one sad conversation ever. Yeah. And it was me who was sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, I guess when the boxing loss happened. Yeah. Yeah. Even, and I make the joke that I was sad, but I wasn't really. It was just I needed to. We'll get into it at a later episode but <laughs> i sort of had a gambling issue <laughs> um that i needed to make a promise that i would stop gambling to somebody and uh and it was the only one i could probably keep a promise to to this day i stopped gambling um i'm blackjack it's still, <laughs> still sports event uh don't bet children <laughs> this is why you canceled subscribe maybe someone was right <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think so no no uh all right so I don't have a sympathetic ear, apparently. I'm trying to go down, but it's uh, one of those. F- oh, a mentor. Yeah, uh-huh. I said that before. All right, cool. All right, here we go. My third and final year at Stephen Gaynor, Mrs. Mayer, was my homeroom teacher. I was more than a homeroom teacher. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, God, how long is this goddamn article? All right, stop talking about Mrs. Mayer. <laughs> Recommendations. Ah, 100%. 100%. 100%. You were, up until this past year, the last letter of recommendation that I wrote. I wrote. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wrote three this year (laughs) for people that I don't think deserve. Oops, just burped into the mic. Uh, I wrote three this year for people that don't even think deserved it in hindsight. And it is what it is. Is your recommendation letter that I wrote you still hanging in your gym? Um, You could lie. No, I don't think it's up there. You could have lied. All right. Uh, I don't. It's I have it somewhere. Actually, you could have. You could lie. <laughs> Why but, would I lie? I don't. I because I wanted to hang it in the. Ah, <sighs> I want it hanging in the gym. I will. 
I'll put it up. Okay, thanks, man. I'm just going to find it. Oh, okay. It's probably on my phone or computer you could just, somewhere. You could just, yeah, print it out. And in <laughs> atypical friendship, which is kind of what this episode is about. Yeah. It was a what I'm trying to get at is people don't understand the friendship that we have. I think people think of it as like, oh, Canellis just wants to relive his youth. I think it's, and people are questioning him and nobody on his side ever questions him, which is nice. But I think when people try and, um, what's the word? Maybe try and understand it. Try and understand it or uh, justify it in yeah. a way. Yeah. Uh, I think when people try to justify him being involved, I think it's like, oh, he wants like uh, an older friend or whatever. And it's not, it's literally none of that. It's not like we are each other's like stereotypical friend. It's one of those things where it's like, no, this is real. This is as real as it gets. We're going to WrestleMania together. We've been mm-hmm. to UFC two, uh, three shows together. Three shows, yeah. yeah. Um, other wrestling shows. A bunch of de- yeah. deathmatch wrestling shows mm-hmm. uh, where you have uh, s- tattoos to prove it, <laughs> uh, scars to prove it. Maybe that'll be on the Patreon as well. That has to be. It has to be, right? It definitely will I be. I know. That is one of those things. that. So I brought Ant and his brother and among JoJo and Richie and James. James. Uh, shout outs. To people who are going to be on the podcast anyway. Yep. <laughs> uh, we went to a deathmatch wrestling show, and they use light tubes and glass and all the types of weapons and tomfoolery. And it was our bright idea to uh, allow Ant and Vin, his brother, to hit each other with them, and you could take over the story from there. Yeah. So uh, these these light tubes, if you. Uh if you give a little, um, like a little force to it, they'll pop. Yeah, they'll shatter. You don't gotta, you don't gotta hit it too hard. But um, I hit my brother first over the back with, uh, like I just said, a little pop. It popped. It broke a little bit, and he was left with a scratch on his back that you would have thought he got shot. Yeah, he oh. took that very, yeah, very not nicely. No, that scream was. Uh, anyway, yeah. So then his bright idea, well, I condoned it. I let him hit me, but uh, I'm not going to put it all on him. But he took the broken part and he actually like spiked it, basically like a javelin almost, and um, kind of stabbed me with it as it broke. And uh, I was left with a few gashes that pr- well, not probably did need stitches. But um, Canellis to the rescue. Yes, Dotha Canellis. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Actually, patched me up pretty well. I did. You know, somehow. Yeah, with the uh, you know band aids and neosporin and all that. I don't know how the bleeding stopped. He never stopped bleeding for a good uh, half hour to. 45 we went to a minutes. restaurant. I was still bleeding. Yes, and it was. <laughs> you were still bleeding for days after that. Yeah. Did we go to urgent care? No. No. Uh, Should we have? It builds yes. character. Builds character. Builds character. And you have a nice mark on the back. Yeah. For life. To remember my first. Actually, it's, uh, it's gone away. The it scar's has. gone away. It's it's it gotten significantly smaller. Yeah. And it's fading. Yeah. I, I mean, that's probably as best as it'll get. Oh, but yeah, but it's not really noticeable. You should if, have you should have seen it the day after. And, oh my god, it was disgusting. And then he goes to me. I feel like I have a piece of glass uh, left in my back. And I go, no, no way. Yeah, because it was clean. Yeah, it was clean. But two weeks later, I'm I'm. I feel like a, a poke almost in my skin. I'm like, this has to be glass. And I start to like pinch my skin like you would squeeze like a pimple almost. And a little piece of glass comes out. But I tell you, the thing was clean. I know. That's how good this this cut was cleaned. Yes. Thank this glass you. was you're, you're welcome. see-through. Like, perfect. <laughs> the amount of... We put a lot of... Oh, Neosporin and, and, and um, peroxide per- at my house oh, for like okay. three weeks. And uh, a lot of water from a cooler. Yeah. And uh, that was about it. And but it got the job thank, done. We had pillows in the car because we put one of his friends in the trunk. And thank God we had those pillows. Had those pillows because I sat on it or else your seats. I borrowed my mother's car. Oh, yeah. Her seats would have been and destroyed. Her, he was ble- He bled through to the pillow. Yeah. So I bled like through my underwear, through my pants. It was it was through my shirt, everything. Yeah. The amount of blood was horrific. There was a lot of blood. It was like we were in a horror movie. Then we went into yeah. a restaurant, and I was covered in his blood, and <laughs> and he's still bleeding, and the the waitress at the Tilted Kilt, we'll just say where it was. We went to yeah, the yeah. Tilted Kilt. And the waitress at the Tilted Kilt was 
unamused. <laughs> she didn't yeah. really care that much that you were bleeding out. Yeah, because ca- the first thing I told her was like, do you have like a first aid kit or something? Yeah. Because I'm basically like bleeding out here. Uh-huh. And she was just like, uh, maybe. Go to yeah. the bathroom yeah. and use paper towels. Like, oh, okay, thanks. And then he turned around to show her because it was on his back. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was funny because you had to wear your shirt up. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the same shirt you're wearing now, though. Possibly. Yeah, maybe. Because it, w- it oh, might no, have been. I think it was one of your Team Lyetta shirts. Okay. I think so, because you were nervous that you were getting that blood on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you came in with like a, like a crop top on. Yeah. <laughs> and bleeding out. I have blood all over my hands. And, and it looks like you just like tried to murder me. And this waitress is like, I'll get you some Band-Aids. She comes back with the smallest Band-Aids oh I've ever seen God. in my life. <laughs> The fact of the matter is... And people want to know. We'll post the pictures of the, of the cut. Oh, 100%. So when you realize the small band-aids would not have done anything. Oh. It looked like you had been filleted. Yeah. Yep. Your gash looked like it was one of those... It looked like a horror movie. Yeah. It, it literally it was, did. It was pretty gruesome. It was... See, he's all muscle, which is unfortunate. And if it hit me, it would have bounced right off and been Probably. Like fat. But because <laughs> it cut into muscle... It was yeah. like, oh no, he's bleeding a lot more than he probably should be right now. And it's really funny because the laughs and like the oh, right as he got hit, and then like <laughs> the slow silence as the concern of my back. Oh, when we realized that he was bleeding that oh, badly. Oh man, it it just kind of went dead, and they're like, oh boy, yeah, that's not good. Uh huh. And then he turns to me as the adult in the room, <laughs> or in the woods, because that's where the death match show was. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Is it really that bad?" And I didn't have the heart to tell him that there was no urgent care within about 50 miles. <laughs> there really wasn't. We were in the middle of nowhere in New Jersey. Nothing would have been open. And I go, nah, it's not that bad. And you go, you're the one I trust because you're the only one who would know. Yeah. Oh. Boy, was it bad. Boy, was it bad. <laughs> boy, was it bad. I can tell you now. Yeah. It was very bad. Uh, the fact is, I don't know how, like, what I don't know. There's nothing that I could say that would make what we did justifiable. No, 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 nothing. There's nothing because it gets worse. They took their shirts off. Yeah, we did it with no shirts either. <laughs> they hit each other with glass. Yeah, it's it's like one of those moments where it's like it's funny, but you don't think about what's gonna happen. <laughs> and um, right, <laughs> that's the perfect example. Yeah, like, what do you think's gonna happen when you get hit with glass? Yeah, you know, probably nothing. Get cut open, bleed. Because we had just seen a whole bunch of other wrestlers get hit with glass, yeah, and, and they're living, and they were they were okay. Yeah, they're all right. But then you see the scars on their backs, and you would think, ah, that can't happen to me. Why? Why can't it happen to exactly, you? Exactly. Yeah. And sure enough, it did. It did. It happened. But you know, another thing that just builds our friendship, though, like yeah, you know, it's not the it's not the best idea, and it wasn't. No. The, it was terrible, actually. But it's just another one of those moments, yeah, a memory. Oh, 100%. That you look back and laugh at. Yeah. Because it was stupid. And we uh, didn't tell your parents, uh, you didn't tell your dad until, until about Until this ago. November. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a year later. Yeah. <laughs> because we're going to go to another deathmatch show in about a day and a half, two days. Yeah, but I think we've learned not to hit each other with yeah. light tubes. Right. Well, I'd, I'd hope. That's, not, that's why Vin's not coming. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I was like, don't worry, he won't. Because the... What you lied about was you always said, "Oh, I got too close to the ring and glass yeah. fell on me." Well, that was only justifiable because I even had a video of like glass shattering, and then yeah. like you see the glass go into the like kind of come towards the camera. Yeah, so it looks like it. Uh-huh. But um, and that was the only other excuse I had because I kind of had proof, so I thought maybe he'd believe it. And he did. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. So up until up until I showed him the real video. Yep. And uh, yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Your mom's reaction to when you were about to tell him was one of those "Oh God, now." Yeah, and then and then my was, dad's like, "Wait, you knew?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my mom's like, "Nope, what you, I don't even know what they're talking." Because <laughs> it was right after he won his last tournament, yeah. his last boxing tournament. He revealed this at dinner, at his <laughs> celebratory dinner. He reveals yeah. that his son's English teacher maybe isn't the best role model. <laughs> <laughs> and that my brother sliced my back open with a piece of with a broken piece of glass. Yeah, and I just allowed it. And to allowed ha- it to happen. I allowed it to happen as, as the 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 watcher. Yeah, the, right. The uh, guardian of the group. The guardian of <laughs> ah, it's not bad. Guardian Gog. of the group. Gog. Gog. G O G. But yeah, that's one of the funniest stories I think that we yeah. have. It's it's literally it literally defines our friendship because 
that whole night we didn't get home until four o'clock in the morning because I yeah. brought I brought them to a whole bunch of different places in New Jersey <laughs> while he's still bleeding. Yeah, while I'm bleeding out still. <laughs> but like I just didn't care. I, yeah. We were just like, okay. We're we're like, out it wasn't gonna get better. No, like, it wasn't. I know, actually it, it could only get better. <laughs> believe it, actually. Right. It couldn't get any worse no. unless like, I got hit with another piece of glass. <laughs> right. And I was hoping that didn't happen. Yeah. So we went out to eat, we went to a couple different other places and um, just ha- had a had a night. Yeah, had a fun night. Yeah, and um, it was the first time that I met JoJo. I think that night too. Yeah, um, I don't night know to remember. I don't know why that's re- relevant. <laughs> um, but it, it was to me when I said it. Yeah. Um, what's another night? Any any other nights that you could legally talk about? <sighs> um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I know. Uh, that's one that um. Uh, well, one that always uh, sticks with me is like that first UFC event that we went to. Oh, you know? oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I didn't think of that. I'm thinking more of like funny stories, but that was more yeah. of like a like a like a surreal experience, especially for me because I've never yeah. been to uh, a UFC. I've been to boxing, but right? I feel like UFC was just like it's kind of so different. Yeah, it's a much different crowd and atmosphere. Oh, hundred percent different. And it was and, uh, at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, in the garden too. Yeah. So that was one of my favorite memories, just because it was one of those nights that was like. I think it was our first time, like going to an event, yeah. to, like just us together, maybe. Well, uh, that's even what I'm that saying. Too. Yeah, that was like our like fir- the start of something. Yeah, that was like our even. first hang. Like yeah, you yeah. and I, our first hang. Yeah. And um, I mean, we hung out before, but with your brother. Yeah, yeah with with people, with just Ethan, me and Richie, yeah, yeah. James. But with uh, with just us, yeah, yeah, that was the first hang, and yeah, uh, very memorable. It was very memorable. one of the that was a be- one of the best cards UFC I've seen. Shows. Yeah. A very long I feel like time. every time we go, it's it's just it's kind of just. <laughs> I know it's very good. Well, last time was fantastic we went yeah. to this past one in november and that was fun for a million different reasons yeah but uh ones that we'll talk about in later episodes <laughs> when we're famous and rich and can't be held responsible for what we say <laughs> i don't know uh you have any what would, what would be your i mean myrtle beach is one definitely yeah but hershey park was fun we went to hershey park mm-hmm. as well over the past summer and that was I regret that trip a little bit. It cost a little bit too much money. Yeah, cuz you, know? you, you had just come back from Vegas. No? I well I don't regret I had a great time. Great time. Oh no, that was Myrtle Beach you came back from Vegas, right? Yeah, oh, but okay. think about this though. I had no time to like recoup any money yeah. between Myrtle, Myrtle Beach Vegas, Myrtle and Beach Vegas. and then going yeah. to uh Hershey. So I just kept depleting my bank account. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go to I'll go to Hershey Park. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you're more than welcome to come. I'm like, okay, I'm in because it's summer. Why can't I? Yeah, why not? Why not? Had a great time in Myrtle. I realized that I had, I checked my bank account the day before I left for Hershey Park. And I'm like, oh boy. Because <laughs> I had done other things over the summer too. Because we, I went to Las Vegas uh, like that first like 4th of July week. And then Myrtle was, I got off a plane. And, and really I drove, drove to Myrtle. Yeah, drove down to South Carolina from Staten Island, uh, East Brunswick. And um, what do you got there? Oh, he described me. Um, and then I did other things over the summer. And then Hershey Park was like in the middle of August, I guess. Yeah, roughly. And uh, I checked my bank account. And I'm like, oh, should I be going to this? And then I moved some funds around. And I'm like, eh, this is probably the last trip. <laughs> and it wasn't. Because <laughs> then we went to uh, the UFC event. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, plenty of more stuff, yeah, actually. Right. <laughs> um, then I forget what else we did. Nothing. Nothing. You you didn't answer my phone calls for a month. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, I don't know why I said that. Um, I was going to say, uh, you're definitely wrong about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of all the people. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that this podcast is going to explore a lot more of the fun stories that we have uh, and why we were friends. And I think. Just listening to us in general, you'll understand why we're friends. And um, it's one of those things where it's like, um, it's unexplainable, yeah. right? Yeah, but the more you listen, the I feel more, like you'll understand yeah. why it happened. I, I think that's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. The more you listen, the more you'll understand, why, more understand we're why we're friends. Exactly. Why it was hard not to show favoritism. Why um, it was like my family and friends you know, don't necessarily understand it, but... They're not. They don't know you either. Exactly. And I hope maybe they listen. <laughs> I don't know if they will. I, Who knows? I would assume that they will. <laughs> Hello, family and friends. <laughs> but yeah, I I think 
because I met. That's a good point that we didn't bring up earlier. I think because I met your family and friends. Yeah, that's, that's why it's why. a different answer for me. Yeah, because if you didn't, I'd probably give you the same answer that like they probably think it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. like, and even like I I met them while they were still you were still in school too. Yeah. So. It's not like you're coming to my family bar. You're more than welcome to come to my family barbecues. <laughs> I don't know if you would want to come. Probably not. Why would you? Uh, I probably would come. Would you come to my family barbecues? Why not? Yeah. You would have been? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably really funny. That'd probably be a really fun time. Oh, it would be a great time. You would have to answer a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, and truthfully, too. All right. <laughs> Was he a good teacher? Yes. Are you sure? No. <laughs> But, uh, good life teacher. Good life teacher. Yeah, <laughs> they, they. Oh, I wonder what they would say to that. They'd probably be like, "Of course, he's teaching you about life. It's the only thing he knows about. <laughs> he's never read a book in his life. That's all you need to know about, though." <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, um, anything else you want to tag on to this episode? No, I mean, I think uh, yeah. we kind of nailed everything I, I think that we, we needed I, to. I think we nailed this episode. Yeah. I think uh, if we have any more funny stories, we'll call you up and tell you. <laughs> maybe maybe on the side. Maybe you have to tune in to the, the next episode. Maybe. Anyway, you've just crossed the classroads. Oh, wait. Hold on. Before, <laughs> before we sign off, uh, follow us on social media at Team Laetta on Instagram and TikTok and at the Classroads Podcast on Instagram uh, and TikTok. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> you've just crossed the classroads. See you later. <laughs> Good day, sir!